Welcome to the Wonderland. A podcast with coaches Amanda Jones and Alex Linares. Listen in as they drop down the rabbit hole to explore reality, suffering and awakening. Leave your worries and fears behind and get ready for a taste of the Wonderland. Welcome to episode 36 of The Wonderland. Your ideal self doesn't exist. I'll start with uh, a quote by Alan Watts that may have come up before, but it's a, it's a good one. And he says, we seldom realize, for example, that our most private thoughts and emotions are not actually our own. For we think in terms of languages and images which we did not invent but which were given to us by society. And um, so this was, this topic has been in the back of my mind for a long time to, to bring to, to the podcast. And it came out of a conversation that, that you and I had uh, a while back now. Yeah, it was a while. There, there was, yeah, it feels like it was forever ago, but it, it was probably within the last year. And in this conversation we had, I kept referring to what I wanted and what I thought was potentially out there for me and and that I just wasn't moving in that direction. And and you summarized it very simply and you said, Oh, you you want to be this ideal self and you're just never gonna be that. And <laughs> it was one of those moments where I felt like the zoom slap across the face and just real like, whoa, yeah, yeah. yeah. There, there is this person very tangible and, and I can close my eyes and I know how that person is dressed and mm-hmm. how they feel and, and where they are and what thoughts they're having. Oh boy. And yeah, yeah. to realize that there was this fully formed illusion of what I have imagined I could become. And in that moment, realizing truly that that person not only does not exist, but it cannot exist because it's made of concepts. That's the key. And it can't exist. It, it cannot. It, it and, and just really having that land, not intellectually, but in a very physiological way to see the gap between physically where I am and where I feel I am mm. and the concept of somebody else, right? Moving into this other body that's made of concepts. Um. Yeah, so I, I wanted to kind of elaborate on that because I think it's so sneaky that that there there seems to be this mile marker along the way mm. moving into this process of becoming somebody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and just we rarely reflect on the fact that unconsciously as some subconsciously there is this like measurement, like our brain is always doing the math of how close or how far we are from this fully be 
be like being right that yeah. that we have idealized in our minds i i think that it's it comes down to the 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 mind first believing who it thinks it is that you are in the first place as a starting point and then and that comes from you know very young learning people telling you who you are just like that quote in the in in the beginning other people's ideas of who you are they seem to know who i am so i guess that's who i am um and then necessarily the mind uh creates an escape plan in the form of a swirl of ideals and images of a better me, a realer me, a, a, something that would be better than right here, right now. So I'd love that. It, it seems to me that it's an escape plan from an illusory self idea in the first place. Yet, they're both, they're both illusory. They both are, have no starting and ending points. Yeah, and I, and I think that's what really landed for me uh, then. And I, and I feel like it kind of seeps into a lot of other areas of, of where I feel there's a sense of always becoming and moving towards. Mm-hmm. And there is this, um, concept, the concept of time, right? Of, of, of this linear movement. And what, what it has done for me is that when I feel that gap, oh, I know, oh, that's, I'm doing this math, right? My mind is doing this math of where I am, who I am now, what I'm becoming, how far that is. And, and it's just such a huge indicator for me that I'm just swimming in concepts. And it's it's rarely, it it rarely feels good, right? Like Mm -hmm. when we're in that math and just really in that void of, of what should be or what needs to happen in order to move towards, um, but before I personally got to this point where it just kind of arises and I'm like, oh, look, right? Like math, <laughs> right? Yeah. There was this this grief mm. process that I went through when mm. I realized that this perfect persona that's sitting on a beautiful beach and wearing all white and is she skinny she's very skinny her nails are perfectly done um her to-do list is non-existent because she finished it you know after her workout that morning and for some reason she doesn't drink coffee anymore oh gosh yeah she she, i know it's terrible she doesn't drink coffee anymore just like probably (laughs) just like green juice or something (laughs) and it's so detailed and that's the, uh, what really it, yeah she, sorry she just, she's created yeah. from all these concepts that we've learned she's not even an original copy an original like uh idea and that's what was so eye-opening was that i could see when i really reflected and this would be you know what i would encourage anyone who wants to play around with this it's like look look 
If you're moving towards something and there is this like pressure or tension of like, I'm not getting there and I'm, it's not, I'm not getting there fast enough or I'm moving away. Look at that person that you've created, that your mind has created. And you're going to see that there's an Instagram reel that you saw about a year yes. ago. And, you know, maybe a few pictures in your mind from someone that you admired, you know, maybe you had up on your walls when you were a teenager. And once you see that, it's like you see all the pixels Mm -hmm. in that creation. Mm -hmm. And there's like, once you see that, there's nothing to do because you realize that you weren't responsible for putting that together. It wasn't... It's something that arises, it's something that we learn. And then as easily as it's reconstituted moment to moment, it starts to dissipate. You see all the little edges and the little yeah. pixels in that. I see it as all the, this this stained glass window and the little squares start to fall out and light comes mm-hmm. through pure, bright light comes mm-hmm. through where all the, all the colored little pieces of the window were trying to be um, manipulated and forced into a different shape for the light to come through. But I think it's huge to to recognize that, especially your description of the ideal Alex, um, is created by all of these images and concepts you've learned. And what's even more cool to see is that we don't have control over what we prefer, how we see beauty. It it just seems to be to be constructed with completely nobody doing it. It's just yeah. I so that's such a good point. And I I love that because that is really at the core of it. We don't know why we, these ideals come mm-hmm. together, why those specific attributes and concepts that we've learned are reconstituted, you know, from the, and, all those pieces into that. And some are discarded. Yeah. Like who's making that choice? Yeah. Yeah. And to see it evolve, right? In different yes. parts of like different points in yes. our lives where we're like, oh, that's not it. Something kind of takes its place, right? Mm-hmm. As that ideal. And there's this fluidity to it that there's no doing in between one yeah. thing arising and the next. When you were five, there was a different image that you were mm-hmm. trying to become. One day could become. And so I want to, I want to, I'd point out to to listeners that we're not saying this is a bad thing and a problem to uh, notice the creations of the mind of a better image of myself, but notice the creation of the mind making a better image of yourself. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, yeah. and, and, and like you said, look and see if the pain is so incredibly excruciating, that is the whole system trying to wake itself up out of uh, believing the concepts are actually existing, could exist, and have anything to do with something you could do or be. Yeah. And, you know, another another thing that 
to add to that, right, to the point that this isn't, nothing's gone wrong here, mm-hmm. is that I've, I've been reading The Body by Bill Bryson, and it's a very detailed book on kind of the physiological happenings. Um, and it's so obvious when you read the the granular reasons why the body seems, especially the brain seems to be doing things is that it's trying to fill blanks, mm-hmm. right? Like it's trying to fill blanks with stories and, and, and concepts and things where there isn't information and what's more blank than our future, right? It's all like blank. to a brain, mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. all it is. So mm-hmm. it, it really comes up with these stories that in that then form into the illusion of a person that's living a certain life and feeling a certain way in an attempt to fill the biggest void that a brain can have. And to see that the function of that and the fact that the only material that a brain has to do that is the past is what it has learned. I was just going to say, there's a phrase I heard a while ago. It says, it's all paint by numbers and your memory is the palette. Absolutely. That, that's the perfect kind of picture to, to think of when we think of how, our, how the next moment, how the very next moment of our lives is predicted is through memory and memory is what we've learned and memory is not objective, right? Like I think that's the other thing to point out is that there isn't an objective past that your brain has taken in and now it's trying to extrapolate to a future. It was the information that happened to be captured and how that information was interpreted and how it constituted in a moment. And then that's what gets projected and, I was I was thinking about, you know, the years, decades that I've spent moving towards this ideal, becoming this ideal, and feels like I've been driving, <laughs> like just looking at the rearview mirror, mm. right? Like just wow. looking at the past, and and I yes. remember having a dream where I felt really lost and. And and I I glanced up and I realized that I was just looking at a mirror. Um, and and I was I thought I was moving forward, mm-hmm. and there was this momentum. But all there was, all the information that I could sense, was what was behind me. And this idea of becoming something has I wouldn't say it's losing its grip on me it's it's it just feels different when I see it when it arises when this persona comes up uh, because that that woman that very skinny woman wearing white on the beach it it comes up right especially when I feel lost or it feels like there's a decision to be Mm. made it's like oh yeah yeah I'll give you this like it's a point of reference that That feels tangible yeah absolutely yeah Yeah. um and then I just I can see it as that as as a as a, a a surfed up point of reference when something in this system feels like it needs to be oriented um in a in a certain way it's it, it's a point of reference in a way that the the mind can recognize yourself even though that's mm-hmm. it's a projection it's a, a future idea it's still a you that the mind can recognize yourself as because for some reason it's not doing that in this moment it can't recognize you in this moment. That's weird. 
Yeah, I love that. That that really, really resonates. So I I I would just encourage anyone who hears something in this, as we often do, is that just to to look at it a little closer. What are what is it? You know, what is this tension and this gap? What is this um sensation of becoming and moving towards and or moving away which is usually when when we feel the pain right when when we feel like the gap is getting bigger uh, between who who we think we should be and and who we are today and just explore what is that what is this um ideal that that you admire what is it where did it come from and and you'll find some clues you'll find the voices that uh, maybe you'll end up identify some of the voices that are in your head, your your critical voices or your encouraging voices, or and just seeing how incredibly beautiful it is that this this has been created as an option uh, to orient us in a world that can be really confusing and um, unwieldy mm-hmm. and to see it for for what it is and also kind of the awe that that this person has is so detailed sometimes that when we realize that they're not real we can almost grieve like it was a person that that existed so i'll close with with one of my favorite um poems and 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 to me, it really, I think I read this right around the time that that we had that conversation. And there's something to the words that really reminds me of, of this coming to this moment um, as it is, as we are. And also in with a bit of honor for all the all the versions of ourselves that we thought we could be. So this is a love after love. The time will come when with elation you will greet yourself arriving at your own door, in your own mirror, and each will smile at the other's welcome and say, sit here, eat. You will love again the stranger who was yourself. Give wine, give bread, give your heart, give back your heart to itself, to the stranger who has loved you. All your life, whom you've ignored for another who knows you by heart, take down the love letters from the bookshelf, the photographs, the desperate notes, peel your own image from the mirror, sit, feast on your life. This has been the Wonderland Podcast. If you'd like to explore further with Amanda or Alex, visit Amanda's website at uncoverspace.com or Alex's website at kanemacoaching.com.